Hello, this is Lori Koppelman. Thank you for joining us for the Clutter Chronicles podcast, One Woman's Journey Through Stuff. This is a serial podcast about a recovering hoarder named Mary. Mary lets me ask her anything I want to learn about her struggle. She is honest and brave every single conversation. We are so grateful for any comments, likes, reviews, and for subscribing to our show. Please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com, a place that pairs digital creators like me with people who want to support them. Maybe someone like you. Last time, we learned that Mary did get the garage cleared out, but it brought anxiety more than anything. In today's conversation, Mary recognizes the progress she's made and feels she's on the cusp of normalcy. So we're back. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Mary. Hello. We have been recording this for a while, and in the beginning, we didn't have an audience. We had nothing released out in the world. We were just sitting here talking and wondering where this was going to go. Well, now it is out in the world, and I know you've recently started listening, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering what that's like for you. Mm. I um I used to listen when we were first recording, just because I'm like, what on earth did I say? Right. I would send. Yeah. We've talked about that yeah. where I'd, I'd send you the the voice memo so that you could sort of approve what we right. talked about, and that you said that was really helpful. And maybe it's no different, but I just know that you haven't listened to it, knowing mm-hmm. it's out there right. it for other people to listen to. It's very different because now that I know that people are listening, I'm listening with the with the ear of is this really happening? That I really am um, talking. <laughs> and um, so I listened to episodes one through seven or eight in the last couple of days. And um, I, it, it's interesting to listen to because, first of all, I'm glad I got that all out and it's recorded because it's like I remember all that. But I've moved on so far that... Um, I, I could that could be lost, and you know when we talked about this, I've always had a dream of writing a book. Well, this is beyond that. This is so much better because I never would have been able to pull all this out. And it's really weird because since it's me and I'm listening to me, I can't remember anything I said. I can't say, "Oh, that episode I talked about this, that, or the." It's like it's all, it's too enmeshed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you could, like, if you're watching a TV show, you can say, you know what happened in the last episode? I have no idea. But the overall feeling I got from it is how much I've I've progressed and how similar problems I still have. Mm. Both are true. Mm-hmm. And in many ways, it's frustrating as heck. Because it's like, I can't believe I haven't graduated from that yet. And it's funny because every Christmas there's this need to go out and buy gifts for people. And I resist it because it gets my juices flowing. And this was a bad one because, of course, Target is 
doing really cute little vignettes and I can't tell you how many times I had to take a picture and run Mm. and it it would grab me and it's it really is about trying to buy your way out of whatever you're in Mm. and it really doesn't work (laughs) you're here to tell us huh? (laughs) I'm here to say don't let them fool you oh wow that's juicy and it's so poignant in this day where we are just not, as a society, very happy. And I, I, I delight in seeing these creations. And I think about, you know, the person who put the display together. I think about the genius of Target. And I don't know if you've ever gone there when they're first open in the morning. It is absolutely gorgeous. Everything is in its place. I've taken pictures of aisles that I've never seen so organized. Mm. And I don't know if you've ever been to occasional sales Mm -hmm. where they're only open Thursday through Sunday. Everyone lines up on Thursday because they want to see everything. That's when it's at its glory. It's Mm -hmm. when it's the most beautiful displays. You can understand the context of things. You come on Sunday, and there might be some random pillow where you're like, well, you should have seen it, you know, Thursday. I get the sense of that at Target. Mm -hmm. And then I imagine, like, a cartoon mob coming in and just destroying everything, grabbing what they need and leaving. And that's what I usually see. That's the Target I see, where it's kind of, they're organized still, but it's been ransacked, and they've been trying to... uh, mop of the mess as they go. People are just, where are all these people coming from? And why do they need all this crap? But it it was kind of an interesting, surreal experience to go. I've done it a couple times and I've decided that's when I go. Because my anxiety is less. Um, I'm able to make a decision quick and get out. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you appreciate the beauty of... Of arranging, yes, you you have a gift with yep. that. So you're there, sort of appreciating the art form yep. that is merchandising, right? Right, and they they've got it down. Mm-hmm. They get you to. I joke about this all the time. They get you to buy that neon green trash can that doesn't match anything in your house, but you got to have it. <laughs> so I'm on to them, and I recognize that when it's pulling me to buy that thing I don't need. And it's almost like a muscle exercise because I can say, oh, I really want to buy that. But no, I don't need it. Mm-hmm. And I, the more I can do that, the stronger I get at making decisions. But also, being in those situations sometimes um, fools you into thinking you've conquered it. And then the next time you're in that situation, you're weaker. Mm. So it's kind of a... Mm-hmm. Let your guard down. Yeah. So I was kind of battling that. And this Christmas I was making Christmas gifts because I was trying to avoid shopping. But then I had to shop to get the supplies for the Christmas gifts. So it still put me in mm-hmm. in danger. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I got out of there pretty unscathed. <laughs> so you're listening to episodes one through eight, you said. Mm-hmm. Probably more than a year since we recorded those. Mm-hmm. And you you are able to see some progress in yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I, I don't know when we started. Did we start in twenty sixteen or twenty fifteen? 
2016. It was only 2016? Okay. Yeah, 2016. This is 2018. Hello. Okay. Um, I would say that what I've gained in this time is knowing my... Um, I'm a, I'm I'm uh, clued into my foolishness, <laughs> and mm. I catch myself in it. I don't scold myself. I just say, "Nope, not going to do that." And it's interesting because I bought some little organizers from Target about two three weeks ago, and it was actually because I was returning a gift. And every Target that said they had this gift, I was going to exchange the better size didn't have it but it forced me to look around in target which got me into the danger and i found these little uh square cube organizers and i was going to use them for laundry i thought they were cute and everything and i get them home and they just aren't right and then i'm like why do i need these i don't need these and it was like i couldn't wait to get them back there to return them and i had to do it quickly it was like i'm in danger danger mm-hmm. it's going to add to my stuff and that's what the that's probably the first purchase I've bought for the house in a long time. So I was entering dangerous ground, um, and I do have this thing: if it's not if it's not working, get it out. If it's not what you bought it for, and it's and it's not a it's not mat it's not a um, I'm not buying it to be a bandaid bandaid for the problem. If it's something that really is a necessity. And I'm being more clued into uh, just the little games I play. And I, I would say that um, I, I should explain this. It's kind of interesting. I don't, I honestly, I'm sorry if I've repeated myself, but I was at my therapist's uh, therapist um, appointment probably end of November, beginning of December. And I was telling her about my struggles. And I'm like, it's like this, I want to do this, but I can't. And then I, I, I don't have time. And when I have the energy to do it, I don't have the time. And when I don't have the energy is when I have the time. And it just seemed like nothing was working for me. And I can't make decisions quickly. And i fighting with this and that. And she says to me with a very serious face, it's not your fault. And I was like, Wow, thank you. Like it was like a gift. And she says, and she's pointing at my frontal lobe, and she said, "This is where the problem is. Is you're unable to prioritize, and that's where all this problem is: is inability to prioritize." And thinking about my hoarding, everything was a treasure, right? Mm-hmm. And then she says, "You're you're battling an invisible gorilla," mm-hmm. and it was such a fabulous image for me Mm -hmm. i was like that's exactly what it is this dang gorilla and i can't see him but he's just kicking my papers or you know and there's times where things are falling and i'm swearing by myself i mean no one's there it's just me fighting me and she it was like she just knew what was going on and she just gave me permission to be okay Mm. and i was thinking a lot about that and i thought if we started out our therapy that way, I wouldn't have gotten anywhere. Because I would have thought, well, I have an excuse. I have this frontal lobe problem. That's why I have all this stuff. But at this particular moment, it was such a gift. So I go home, 
I go through some days and I go to an event at my friend's resale shop and it's a Christmas party. And as I'm at this Christmas party, I am just being tugged by all this cute stuff and I'm taking pictures. I'm like, this is dangerous. I'm taking pictures of everything. And I've, I, volunteer, I have volunteered at this store and I used to have a key for this store. It gets late and we all leave and I go home and I go to reach for my iPad and it's not there. And I realize that I must have left, left it at the store and I'm texting her and I'm telling her it's there and I don't have a key, you know, and, you know, she does not respond. So I have a whole night of living without my iPad and I'm realizing how attached I am to this darn mm. thing. I'm tossing and turning. I'm worried that maybe it isn't in the store, that maybe I dropped it on the way to the car. It was a snowy night. I'm I'm thinking about, could I live without it? What if I ever never, if I never saw it again? Freaking out. Wake up early in the morning, too early to text her. And I think, you are ridiculous. You are not going to be able to do anything until the store opens. I'm worried that the store is going to open and someone's going to come in and find my iPad and leave. I mean, just all these horrible fears. And so I, um, I say, okay, you can't do anything about it, so what can you do? You can do laundry. So I start doing laundry. And I get into it, and I, I get some stuff done, and I kind of let go. And I get a text from her saying, I'm sure it's there. I'll call you when I get there. And I can't wait. So I throw on some clothes and I go over there and she's standing there with her volunteers. And I can't go into details of the trauma I've gone through, but I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's right here, you know. And she says, Mary, you you need a key so you can come back here next time. And I would like to give you this one. And she hands it to me. And it's a keychain with a gorilla Mm. on the end of it. <laughs> now she doesn't know oh, what my man. therapist had said. And I'm standing there with my mouth down and I'm like, okay. And and I I can't tell her the story because then everyone would have to hear it and I just laugh and I go home. And I think about it and I'm like, You are so funny. So okay. Now I have a I have a vision, I have a visible idea of what this gorilla looks like. And now I know who I'm battling. Mm. And he's that small? <laughs> All this time? So I've hung him at different places in my house to remind myself. So when I'm going through this crazy whatever it is, I stop and I look at him and I'm like, stop it. You know, whatever's going on, everybody just stop it. And we're going to get through this. Mm. And I, I sound like a crazy person, but it, it's really kind of helped me put in perspective mm-hmm. that I'm in control. The stuff is not in control. And I'm in control. And I've been joking that on the bad days, he's been bringing all his invisible friends. <laughs> <laughs> so I tell her about it. And she says, well, did I tell you I named him Kevin? <laughs> I'm like, No. So it's Kevin, the invisible gorilla, <laughs> that's been kind of right there with me during this whole thing. <laughs> oh, wow. Do you know a Kevin? Is this a bad No, no. She just decided his name was Kevin, oh, okay. and I think that's funny. <laughs> Kevin the gorilla. I can give you a picture mm, of him. He's really mm. funny. Wow. <laughs> that, you know, you said, I, I probably sound like crazy. No, we all have those voices going mm-hmm. in our heads, and you just can identify who's 
Like, who's the sane one and who's the one who's who's in really who? doesn't have your back? Right. Right. And it's also kind of interesting because I, I really do feel like these changes I've made has been due to perseverance, but also I think I'm changing my frontal lobe. Mm. So just by, you know, people who do puzzles or whatever, you're keeping your brain going, I'm forcing myself to do stuff that's been stagnant Mm -hmm. in my head, making priorities Mm -hmm. and, you know, making decisions, which is really ultimately what this is all about. Right. And it's funny, when I would shop, and I was thinking about this, when I would shop and buy so much, a lot of that was indecision. It wasn't that I wanted it all, it's that I couldn't choose, so I bought it all. Oh, wow. Hmm. (laughs) That's one way to do it. Yeah. Well, add to that that I didn't want anyone else to have it. (laughs) (laughs) This is too cute. Yep, it's got to be mine. It's got to be mine. So we started talking about you listening. And what your reactions are and, and how far you've come. And it sounds like you, you can recognize progress. And that's, I love that. That's mm-hmm. great. Um, and that you recognize that you're you're not done. And that's why this podcast isn't over. And we mm-hmm. haven't said, you know, hooray, it's solved and done. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Because um, this is real life. This is a real healing process. And we're real close and personal with it. So now you've also gotten feedback mm-hmm. from some people. Mm-hmm. I know I've shared with you what some people have said. I don't know if you're getting feedback from anybody you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm curious mm-hmm. what that's like for you to hear the feedback about this. It's it's miraculous. Hmm. It It's kind of like um, we're doing the right thing. Mm, good. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I was a guest on a podcast recently, and I didn't have anxiety talking to him. But when he sent me the clip, mm-hmm. I had major, mm-hmm. like, I had to go for a walk and be outside. My son was home, and I didn't want to be around anyone right. while I listened to that. Right. And it gave me such an appreciation for what you're doing and sharing and knowing that people are going to listen and be really exposed. Oh, man. I, I just I gained yeah. so much more. <laughs> I already had a lot, but I gained so much more admiration for you after having done that myself. Um, and for the... the So you're exposed, mm-hmm. and you don't know what that's going to mean and what people are going to think of you. And... All I've gotten is, oh, my God, Mary, love Mary, whatever, like Mm -hmm. positive, positive things. And we've gotten some really specific things. And I'm so glad that you're taking heart um, of what, yeah, really how miraculous this is that we can chat and we can get a message from someone listening to us in Portugal Mm -hmm. saying, I don't feel so alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That warms my heart. Mm Mm-hmm. It, I did listen to your podcast, and it was kind of like um, mind blow inside a mind blow inside a mind blow. <laughs> it was like, it was like, I, I, where's, where's the chair that I'm supposed to be leaning on? Because everything's weird now. 
it was bizarre world actually for me to hear that because it made it real mm. and it was even so, more real yeah. than ours yeah now, why is that that's because seems odd. it was like an, in my head an example people were actually hearing it right. and you guys are discussing it and okay. and, yeah, that makes sense. and your your point of you want to help but you know you can't and i'm like oh i know <laughs> And I wanted to, I wanted to respond, but I can't because I'm anonymous, <laughs> you know? Mm, mm. So it's kind of a, um, it's bizarre world. It's the only way I can, mm-hmm. and it was good. And I was very, very intrigued by your recording and it was very fun to listen to. And I thought you sounded great. Mm, thanks. But it just, it's like a new it's like we're set, set, we're setting foot in the new, I don't know, stage of this. I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it was you and me, no one listening, that was one thing. Mm-hmm. Then we put it out to a small group, and that's another thing. And no one you knew was lis- listening. Right. Now it's out into the world, mm-hmm. and now I'm talking about that it's out in the world. Right. And that's out in the world. Yeah, right. it's just exponentially changing right. um, what used to be just a little cozy conversation right. between you and me. Has your husband listened to nope. any yet? Won't. Won't. Doesn't want anything to do with it. Really? Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way. Okay. He supports me, but he... I, I'm sure that his idea of it is a lot worse than what it is. Mm-hmm. And he probably is, you know, he knows I'm very open. Mm-hmm. And so he's probably like, what is she saying about me? Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's so interesting because I okay so one of the things about it's going to seem unrelated but it's a it's kind of an analogy one of the things about uh, mental illness is that it's in your head and you need your head to battle it but your head's not working it's kind of a a catch-22 and it, it, it becomes almost like a monster in and of itself and it tries to how I felt it when I was in deep depression it tries to survive no matter what it's not going to go away it's taken territory here and too bad mm. and things that aid in that in the enemy's battle is um, not eating right, not taking care of yourself, not having um, time for peace, not having good conversations, and not shining light. And I would say hoarding is just a is a visual of what's going on in someone's head that's got a mental illness. So you get to see it in real life. Mm-hmm. And just the chaos, let's just say you have a junk drawer that's overflowing. How much chaos is that in there? You want to find that one little thing and you can't? And then that's your house. You're just not supposed to live that way. And it's because that kind of stuff distracts you from what you should be doing. Mm -hmm. And I would say that this monster affects him that way. And being that he doesn't have a mental illness is, of course, protecting him. 
But I'm almost giving him mine. Because <laughs> it's his environment. Right, it's environment. Mm-hmm. So, um, I would say he honestly just does not know how to comprehend what would we be talking about. And he also thinks I'm too talky-talky, mm. which I am. So, it might just be that he can't handle listening to any podcast. Mm-hmm. You know? So, it, it's it's an interesting journey. Um, I have no doubt he's going to listen to him and be fine. But, well, I mean, if I go back to my experience and how anxious I was to listen to myself, I can, I can, I, I guess, only imagine what it would be like to have your life exposed in conversations where you have no control. Like, right. I could decide what I was going to say. You right. can decide what you want to share. Right. He has no control. Right. And yeah, that would that would be actually pretty unsettling. It might be hard to listen to. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So I shouldn't be too surprised. Hmm. How about family? Anyone in your Oh my gosh, it's so funny. I have told everybody and they just do not respond. Hmm. And I'm like, Okay, that's that's protection. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna try to pierce through that. Because right. it's not their time to understand it. Right. Um What's interesting about it is while I was listening to these most recent, um, not most recent, but those first eight episodes or whatever, I really, (laughs) the, the, the idea that came to me was, would you just have somebody come over and take, get rid of your crap, Mary? Like, I'm still fighting it. And Mm -hmm. the answer is that it's, it's what's coming to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm the one that's, that's not allowing that. Mm -hmm. And that really all our lives it's about our own rules and can we break our own rules mm-hmm. so it, 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 it that was like kind of the common theme because i know where i am now and i know how far i've come and it's it, it's just it's, i use this word a lot in one of those podcasts it's excruciating mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't easy being me mm-hmm. but um i'm just i'm so close this is this is the the highest chaos even though I had more stuff, and, and as far as stuff goes, I had more chaos before, this is more chaos because there's more at stake. Mm-hmm. Because I'm actually getting to the end of it. Mm-hmm. And then you have a puppy. That just sort of, <laughs> that embodies what's going on, yeah. doesn't it? Just this new energy, it, hyper energy in everything, um, exploring Right, and... I don't know, there's something about the puppy mm, right now that seems applicable, and yet very difficult. Well, and it's kind of funny, because... When, okay, he says to me, if he's too much, we have two weeks and we can return. Ollie. Like, I would do that. There's no way. And he says, and if we do... We'll give him everything we bought him. We'll give him the kennel. We'll give him everything. And I'm like, oh my gosh, no way. I could never do that. But he was saying this isn't worth it if this is really going to put you over the edge. And it was very loving and kind, and I I know he was being serious about it. And it gave me some time to kind of breathe and think about it. And, of course, I was not going to do that, but I was just exploring could we do that. 
And then where was that going to get us? And what I was realizing is this could be a forced... You know, when we got Penny, I had to learn how to get up early morning and take her for walks and do stuff for her and get outside of my head. And I think Ollie's going to do the same mm. thing. And I just I just kind of realized that be careful what you wish for. <laughs> <laughs> but at one point he said, if you think about it, we've been wanting to remodel the house. We've been wanting to get new flooring. You don't want to do that when you have a puppy. So we get him now, and maybe this summer that's what we do. And it just was such a spark of hope. Mm. So I, it, it's a it's a reality, mm-hmm. finally. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ollie is your hope. Mm-hmm. 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 I, I hope that we can remodel the house and have the dog destroy it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Ah, well, that seems like a good stopping point, unless there's anything you wanted to add. No, but it's just I'm on the cusp of normalcy, and and in those first few, I talk about my need for normalcy, and I'm just on the cusp of it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Talk to you next time. All right, good. And that ends today's Chronicle. How cool is that, that Mary feels she is actually changing how her brain works, that she can now make decisions and set priorities, things she has struggled with for years. The work is paying off. If you'd like to connect with us in between episodes, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at ClutterCron. Many thanks to my brother Michael for his gorgeous music. Find him on lowlife.com. I'm Lori Koppelman. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned to find out what happens next on Clutter Chronicles. Chronicles.